Hi, my name is Max Lehman. Welcome to Pseudo Maximum. The wheels of time are turning. What is time? What do we do with time? Time is a constant. Time is a construct. I mean, I am both quoting and expanding on the words of the founder of the Heidelberg Project I met this morning in Detroit, Michigan. This is a little bit about my day, so you guys know what's going on. I'm on the road with my lovely girlfriend, and there will be so much to recap on what we uh, have done and are doing uh, next week. Uh, but let me just tell you, talk about something completely different. Last week, I had my 30th birthday, and yeah, I didn't realize until I went out for a birthday lunch that I just I really wanted fried chicken. Fried chicken is one of the greatest culinary achievements of humankind. And I do mean all of humankind. Go almost any corner of the globe and you are, are bound to find some form of chicken, breaded, battered, dusted with flour, any fried and bubbling hot oil. I was really hungry when I started writing this, I'm not gonna lie. The chicken itself is the one animal consumed by humans just you know, without any religious discriminations. I mean, like while pigs and cows are regarded as like too dirty to eat or too sacred to kill by some the chicken is just it's easy it's got an accessible food source as an amateur home cook myself is the only animal i can break down into its separate pieces i mean if i ever learn how to break down a pig or a cow a nose a tail purely as a hobby you all should be afraid very afraid like i'm not talking about fear here though i'm, I'm talking about joy i'm talking about chicken like, even if you're a vegetarian or vegan and you're still listening and if you made it this far, look, I know, I know you all especially love fried chicken like an alcoholic trying to quit the good stuff of booze. I mean, with a brick of tofu, vegans just try so hard to emulate the flavors of fried chicken. And I've had fried chicken. Yeah, I know it's not chicken, but it tastes like chicken a little bit. Because what do you do to describe meats that are foreign to your palate? Uh, beyond the phrase, tastes like chicken. I mean, look, rabbit meat tastes like chicken. Alligator meat tastes like chicken. Frog meat, that's slimy chicken. However, fried chicken is just, it's a worldwide phenomenon with regional and cultural influences that ensure us all that, you know, wherever you go into the world, the fried chicken is, is gonna just, it's gonna taste a little different. Like there's different things happening. Like Japanese fried chicken, otherwise known as karage, um, it usually gets uh, potato flour, and they do like a double fry method. Well, they'll par fry it halfway through, take it out, let it rest, and then they fry it again to ensure the extra crispy outside. That technique gets used in other cultures, sure, but it's just Japanese fried chicken is how I first learned about it. Hawaiian fried chicken, they use mochiko or rice flour, similar technique. Uh, you know, East Asian cultures have a huge influence on Hawaiian uh, foods, and but mochiko chicken also gets like some furukake, maybe sometimes honey to go over. It is delicious. If you've never been to Hawaii, go for the chicken. I'm sure, yeah, okay, yeah, the beaches are nice, but seriously, just go for the chicken. Thai fried chicken. I discovered actually the last time I was in Hawaii, humble brag. Uh, it usually, uh, the chicken big is it's about marinating it with soy sauce and lime juice and ginger and garlic and Thai chilies. And it's, even though it's Thai chili, it's not that spicy, but it is so good. And it is maybe the, the crispiest of fried chicken I have had out of the whole bunch. It's so good. And then, of course, you got the Germans, 
they're boring because they make schnitzel. Schnitzel, you just take a chicken breast. They beat the crap out of it. Chick the Germans will take a chicken breast and they get all their anger out in the kitchen. They just smash it thin with a hammer, bread it, season it, whatever they want, and then they just fry it in the pan. And you know what? I think that's the healthiest way. If you just want to beat the shit out of something to get your anger out, but know you're, knowing you're going to be hungry, I highly recommend making schnitzel. American Fried Chicken, uh, I think, is the most famous for doing the buttermilk brine. Uh, brining your chicken is, you know, it's a cool way to get flavor. Also, it's like a nice way to skip a step when breading, because if you just dip your chicken in the buttermilk or let it sit in it for like 20 minutes, and then you take it, toss it in the flour, oh man, it's ready to go. Just fry it up. And then we're actually on the way to Nashville, where I, I really want to just try truly authentic Nashville hot chicken. Now, if you don't know the story of Nashville hot chicken, it originated at a place in Nashville, Tennessee called uh, Prince's Hot Chicken. And the story goes, the legend, the myth, whatever you want to think of it is, is that um, a woman was expecting her husband to show up late one night, knowing full well that he has been deceitfully dishonest with her, disloyal, cheating on her with another woman. So she put on a face and said that you know she wanted to make him some chicken and of course the husband was happy to welcome a meal of hot chicken and she made it so spicy by adding so much extra cayenne pepper mixing it into the oil outside of the chicken and tossing it tossing the fried chicken in this hot oil coating it all with cayenne pepper yeah it was hot but you know what else happened he loved it so what was supposed to be a spurn of a man who couldn't be loyal to his wife turned into this food phenomenon. So I'm not saying cheat on people, maybe explore polyamory so that's not even an issue. But if you're gonna, you know, make sure that something wonderful in the culinary world comes out of it. But in all that, you know, and like, different famous chefs like there are plenty to go through who all have their own fried chicken recipe i just want to throw out a couple of things that i found interesting and learned about uh different um guys uh sean brock who is a famous chef from the southeast area he's got restaurant little restaurant empire he prepares his chicken by brining it in uh sweet tea and believe it or not Marcus Samuelson, who some of you may know from the Food Network or his restaurant called Red Rooster in Harlem, New York, he seasons his cooking oil with rosemary before frying the chicken in, which I just saw is mind-blowing awesome. And of course, the coolest scientist from the Food Network, Alton Brown, always says to dry off your chicken before brining. And of course, you can always do a brine chicken, uh, dry brine. I recommend doing that also. Take your chicken, pat it with a paper towel, season with some kosher salt, and just like let it sit out, come to room temperature, pat it with paper towel again. The, there's like excess moisture in the chicken that will intensify the flavor if you do this technique. And then, you know what? As, and he, he's just a big on brining. Here's the thing, brining your chicken before you fry it. It's not a crucial step to making fried chicken, but it's such a crucial step. Your chicken will taste so much better. Don't skip on that at all. And then, yeah, you got that famous wet hand, dry hand method where you got like a bowl of flour, a bowl of egg wash, and a bowl of, uh, you know, other flour or breadcrumbs, whichever way you want to do it. And then like, you, you know, you dip the chicken in the egg wash, or you dip in the chicken flour, then the egg wash, then the flour again. 
that's very messy. I've never done that without ending up with just clumpy flour hands, and I hate that technique. So I'm going to just tell you guys how I like to make fried chicken, and this is going to be a short and sweet piece. So brining, you can brine it in different liquids. All brining is is like, you know, letting the chicken rest or marinate in like a salty water solution. And to that end, I like to use pickle juice. Pickle juice is a great technique. Other restaurant uh, guys do it. I just found that when I brine it in pickle juice, I don't want to like make the breading too thick or crusty. I just take the chicken out of the pickle juice, let it sit, come to room temperature, toss it with some seasoned flour. And um, here's the thing about pickle brine, it's so great. Like buttermilk will go sour after a few days. You can't let the chicken do that, but you can brine your chicken for a few hours. You can let it sit in the brine for five days. Who cares? It's pickle juice. You're you essentially pickle chicken. I mean, don't go longer than five days. Maybe something bad will happen. But for a single chicken broken down into eight pieces, take a bowl, two cups flour, half a teaspoon of baking soda, then add some kosher salt, some black pepper, cayenne pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, and paprika. The ratios, you know, it's kind of up to you to figure out the taste. Obviously, don't use a cup of salt. That's dumb. You know, kind of keep it within like the teaspoon to two teaspoons kind of places. Then you, you know, take the chicken out of the brine. You know, room temperature before breading, as I said before. Get a medium pot, fill it with canola oil, vegetable oil, peanut oil. Don't use olive oil. You will burn the olive oil before it ever gets hot enough to fry the chicken properly, which will be at 350 degrees. And if you don't have a candy thermometer uh, to measure the temperature, just wait till the oil's hot enough where if you drop a single piece of water into the oil, it'll sizzle. And that's how you know you're ready to fry the chicken. It's how all grandmothers know when the oil is ready to fry chicken. It's how all like, you know, dads with the, you know, bottle of, Budweiser are just ready to go you know any whatever your memory is of someone in your house making fried chicken that was that's what they were doing I promise you do each batch you know of chicken and oil for eight to ten minutes only drop in a few pieces like no more than three if, if you do four pieces in the pot at one time you're gonna have a bad time the pot could overflow with the oil or you'll lower the temperature of the oil drastically to the point where the chicken won't cook properly and then you're just going to end up with soggy chicken and did you really let this chicken sit in pickle juice for five days just to end up with soggy chicken no you're better than that you deserve better than that if if anything has gotten through to you i'm telling you you deserve more you deserve delicious fried chicken every single one of you even if it's tofu that you're using to lie to yourself you deserve that joy I don't know if you can brine tofu or if that's a good idea, but uh, if you're vegan and you want to share that information with me, please go right ahead. All that said, uh, I hope you guys had a fun time listening to this. My name is Max Lehman. This has been Pseudo Maximum. Have a great day.